Let's listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered. Now in our sixth season. Thank you all for supporting this uh, podcast and sharing it among your friends. And today, we will be talking about inflammation because it is the basis of most chronic diseases. But before we get along with that, I'd like to welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because ongoing thankfulness can make lives happier, healthier, and more loving. I want to just relate to you a story someone told me. They said a professor gave a balloon to every student who had to inflate it, write their name on it, and throw it in the hallway. Professor then mixed all the balloons. Now he said to the students, I'll give you five minutes to find your own balloon. Remember, they put their names on it. Despite a hectic search, no one found their balloon. At that point, the professors told them, well, students, let's do this. Take the first balloon that you find and hand it to the person whose name was written on it. Within five minutes, everyone had their own balloon. Professor said to the students, these balloons are like happiness. You will never find it if everyone is looking for their own. But if we care about other people's happiness, we'll find ours too. That's the thought for today. Spread a little happiness to other people and Maybe you will feel some happiness yourself. 
So I do want to again welcome you and tell you that this program contains a lot of confirmation. Uh, it is not intended or implied to be assessed. Statements are I encourage you to confirm any information sources and all information about any medical or treatment. So last week, what did I talk about? I talked about how doctors are the third that is the real pandemic. Well, guess what happens? Guess what happens? This week, one of the leading medical journals had an article. The article is titled Medical Errors and the Cult of Expertise in the Age of COVID by Ryan McMakin. Maybe he was listening to the show or maybe he had this article already uh, in the works. It talks about in this article about I'll read part of it. He said, ever since the COVID panic began in February of this year, medical personnel, such as doctors and nurses, have been treated to a level of hero worship generally reserved for the government, soldiers, and cops. We were told they were heroically slaving away to treat COVID victims. And although many of these nurses were apparently spending their time choreographing TikTok videos and dancing in the hospital of peace, we were assured by government officials and their obedient allies in the media that medical staffers are the new model for self-sacrifice and civic virtue. Yet, in the two decades leading up to 2020, researchers were repeatedly alarmed by the extent to which medical errors were a persistent problem in American clinics and hospitals. Beginning at least as early as 1999, an increasing number of studies suggested that perhaps nearly 100,000 patients per year were dying due to medical errors. He goes on to talk about the politics of it. Then the COVID situation. Then talks about the focus of maximizing the counting of COVID deaths. off a ladder and died and tested positive. as so he said, it is likely we'll see fewer deaths due to medical errors in official counts because of the way they're counting. He talks about the lobbying groups that represent doctors and medical profession pressing never question us where the experts. So he then quotes a study that I did not quote last week from John Hopkins University, 2016, that revealed that quote, medical errors, unquote, were the third leading cause of death. That study, a death caused by a medical error, was defined as a death caused by poorly skilled staff, errors in judgment, a preventable adverse effect or systemic problem, such as computer malfunctions or mix-up of medication.
And then he goes on uh, with further statistics. And talks about other studies and even the National Institute of Health, Washington Medical Commission, and, uh, and then he ends up his article with COVID and medical errors. And he again states that uh, in 2020, however, look for the final tally to show that counting medical errors has been swept aside in the mortality documentation in favor of attributing more deaths to Plus, anyone who dies with COVID, with it, not from it, with it, is counted as a death caused. By COVID. And this goes on just about what I told you last week about medical errors. It's an ongoing problem. And these are the ones that are reported. Why they're not reported. And I'll leave you with this. He talks about a New York lawyer who brings medical malpractice cases, said he's concerned the coronavirus. Crisis could be used to enact wish and wish lists of changes sought by doctors, hospitals, and the medical industry to improve. So there you have it. Uh, ahead of the code last week when we had talked about this topic, and I hope to bring you, uh, you know, just medical news that you can use. Just another quick note because it's. Take care of our own health and become a steward of our own bodies. This one is by Chris Mallory. They found on studyfinds.org. Says that 30 is the new 50. Most Americans say they feel physically older than they really are. You know, and, and today's topic may be a part of the reason for this. There's our poor standard American diet, our sad diet. But he, this article st stated that 64% of Americans between 25 and 45 say they feel physically older than their actual age. Wow. And even this, this, this article admits that 71% of the Respondents couldn't identify the right number of daily you should have of each food. And a lot never ate fruits and vegetables. So uh, it goes along with this standard sad. All right, so today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to talk about patient, and I have tons and tons of. Saved articles, so we'll have to go through some of this. Save more for next week. Plus, inflammation is linked to mental sluggishness, joint pains, anxiety, and the different things that cause this. What is it? What is good? What foods? Um, are pro-inflammatory, which foods are anti-inflammatory. Cholesterol isn't a problem. Could it be inflammation as the cause of heart disease? 
So from this, I'm going to take from a book that I'm writing. Use that as a basis and we'll fill it in. So information, ladies and gentlemen, is our body's response to what it perceived to be an outside invader or an outside irritant. So controlling inflammation is key to living to a ripe old age. And we want to live to a ripe old age as healthy as possible. So what is inflammation? And, is it, and what do you, why do you need it? Well, you need to control and counter infection and repair deficits in food situation. You get an insect blade, you get a sprain, a strain, a fracture. That needs to be repaired. But if the inflammation continues when it is not necessary, it becomes the basis for a cure for other diseases like arthritis and atherosclerosis and Alzheimer's and metabolic diseases. So acute inflammation is recognized by four signs Calor, Ubor. Two more and dolar. What is that? Recognized by heat, redness, swelling, and pain. Heat, redness, swelling, and pain. Think of a burn, street burn. Think of a sprained ankle, how it swells up and gets high. And this reaction is to protect you and to help the healing of this acute injury. And it could be if you get a cut also, because it, the implant, that acute inflammation starts the repair and healing process. During this repair and healing, it also carries away the tissue that's been damaged, the dead tissue, and helps with replacing new tissue, which is sometimes stronger. And this is also the basis for prototherapy. And, uh, Gaslon, Dr. Sergio, talks about prolotherapy and how he causes inflammation in certain areas like your back, your knee, your ankle, your knees, so that it heals with a stronger tissue. So this process of acute inflammation involves the circulating immune complex and hormones. What are they called? Cytokines. I believe when I mentioned this a year ago, you would not have thought much of but now you know about the cytokine storm that's So this process should be self-limiting and it's only a problem when we, when this process is not self-limiting and then we get fibrosis. So we have a itis, I-T-I-S, itis is acute inflammation, but then we get fibrosis and scar tissue. So unchecked inflammation has long-term consequences. So instead of just getting it repaired, we get this fibrosis, which is scar tissue. If you have a real deep cut, and you have one now on your head or your arm, you get fibrosis of your organs, however, then you have cirrhosis, fibrosis, pulmonary problems. So the itis is necessary for healing, but if it continues, then you get fibrosis. 
And it can lead, as you know, your, your organs start getting psychotic and scarred. It can lead to their failures. And then you have you know, symptoms of heart disease like angina, joint disease like arthritis. So any word ending in ITIS means inflammation, bursitis, bursitis, and so And most often, uh, I recommend you take an NSAID like ibuprofen, relieve the pain and swelling and decrease the pain. You know, when you do that, and you continue to do it, you block the cleanup and repair process. So you do you have incomplete healing, then the inflammation continues in the background. This chronic inflammation can overwhelm your body and lead to chronic and ongoing disease and of course symptoms. And that's why you heard us talk during the past year about leaky gut. Lane's intestine, pores open up, allow foreign elements, toxic elements to get through that barrier and pass into the blood. And these are these these elements, toxic elements, don't belong in your blood and can lead to symptoms like allergies, degenerative diseases. We don't want to have an overwhelmed immune system cannot tackle these toxins. And they're, you know, they're present in our diet with over 82,000 chemicals in the United States with only a very few of them ever tested. As I've told you, almost everyone, including babies, have been found to have these chemicals, including glyphosate. So um, this is not part of the program. You live young, right? Strange. So don't get me wrong. Inflammation is critical, especially if you want to live to an old age. So there's acute, which you need. There's intermediate, but you don't want the chronic, ongoing. Help you to heal and repair. And the cytokine is part of that. The repair process is incomplete or hindered by drugs that your immune system takes in. And what was once just an itis, remember with pain, swelling, redness, becomes fibrosis. You can have the symptoms of a leaky fibrosis. And remember, there is a blood brain barrier, it's like the border wall. Chronic fatigue and colitis, pleuritis, atherosclerosis. So this is what we want to talk about. Continue to talk about it. I want you to be aware of the uh, inflammation, of diseases, and, and pain. Verbs that end in itis, that bursitis and arthritis means the problem is inflammation. Well, say, oh, I think I have a tendon on my rotator cuff tendon, so it really In our body, they put us on high alert, right? Because they give us pain. 
body bends the ear. When it deploys this inflammatory spark, it's a defense to counter inflammation, even infection. Talk about later on how to check it so it does not remain unchecked. Become chronic. Contribute to a host of Inflammation, as I say, is something that your body needs, and it plays a role in, every, in all of our health. But even Dr. DiBrenzo, John Hopkins University School of Medicine, even agrees with inflammations when it either persists or its levels increase, it does at risk for disease. So, what we're saying is inflammation is good and bad, right? You need it to sleep, get healed, but you don't need it chronically. How about if you get the flu? What happens? Your body temperature rises. Why? Because there's a virus in your system. Your body wants to fight it off. That's a form of inflammation. You have pain, you have swelling, those swells, those. Irritated, you're hot, you have So, is the redness and swelling that occurs when you, when you sprain an ankle the same process? It's the same process that your body is using to provide the healing chemicals and the nutrients that you need to help repair that damage. Remember, right? We, we started talking about acute inflammation should be temporary, helpful to an injury or an illness. Once that goes away, the inflammation should go away. Chronic inflammation, however, is slow, it's creeping, and it's caused by your immune system misfiring. Keeps your body in a constant, long term state of high alert. So over time, when it's inflammation, this sort will start damaging cells. Why? Well, when cells are in distress, they release chemicals that alert your immune system. When cells plug the seed, where they work to eat up a bacteria or a virus or cells damaged from an injury or from infection, Damage is too great, they call in backup cells. What are they? They're the neutrophiles, they're part of the white blood cells. And they've been des described to be like hand grenades of the immune system. They blow up everything in sight, healthy or not. Each neutrophile, however, neutrophile fill has a short lifespan. Guess what? Chronic inflammation, they continue to descend. And long after the threat is gone, and this causes damage to healthy tissue, the healthy tissue that's remaining. So what can that, what does that mean? Well, this chronic neutrophile that has these hand grenades start attacking the linings of your arteries. So uh, a topic for 
other podcast is 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 it cholesterol or is it inflammation that causes your arteries to pop up? This inflammation can attack your intestines, the cells of your liver, the cells of your brain, your muscles, and your joints. As I said, it can trigger diseases like dementia and heart disease. Because it's low grade, it's slow, it's secret, and it's hard to diagnose unless you're looking. Most of the time, physicians don't even know you have it to develop symptoms. So physicians are being taught now how to look for it. You have to remember, we need inflammation. It's our body's natural response. Keep us healthy and prevent diseases. We don't want this inflammation to become lodging tissues that will become disease and cause it. As I said, chronic inflammation is a leading cause of many diseases, not only physical and neurological, but also our heart. So inflammation is associated with diseases, like I might as well name a few, Crohn's disease and colitis and arthritis. Some physicians say that probably our own deaths will be caused by our last inflammatory response. When I was in training 55, 60 years ago, whole body inflammation was a term that was popular among surgeons for patients who they could not say. Today we call it multiple organ failure. So if you have chronic ongoing inflammation of your heart, myocarditis. If you have inflammation of the small tubes that transport air, air to your lungs, asthma attack. You have inflammation of your kidneys, nephritis. Inflammation of the large intestine, colitis. So that means there's a background of Chronic inflammation in these systems. Causes can be emotions, chronic state of stress, but your diet, eating too much sugar and milk, and your lifestyle, like being a couch potato, not getting any exercise. Diet's a big one. Probably not today. Because there's a lot of foods in today's diet that are naturally pro-inflammatory. There are others, and we'll get into that also, that are anti-inflammatory. So, you know, depending on what you eat, you may be fueling inflammation. Dr. Why I can't be as a website for one on one. 
he, he feels that inflammation causes more harm than good. But he also believes that it is best to control inflammation using natural remedies, diets, and nutrients. Dr. Kittlebaum, As I say, sometimes we, we can see this inflammation because we can see the swelling, redness. Other times, Look for it. You may not even suspect, suspect it, but you know about it. You don't know to look for it. There's a whole group of diseases that you don't think about. You can find information like the autoimmune and inflammatory diseases, systemic lupus, autoimmune disease. Fibromyalgia on its own or caused by an autoimmune disease. These diseases are We don't want our bodies to be on high alert. They don't have to be. So we do want to control our diet and not provide our body with high inflammatory sugar, high So, say in my book, do you really think that it is the cholesterol that causes coronary artery to build up? No, I take on it and do a lot of resources that it is low grade body's trying to heal. What is it using to heal the cholesterol? The inflammation is the problem. That's the root of the inflammation. That's the real cause of the block coronary artery. So a lot of patients are given statin drugs. Well, you know, believe it or not, statins are anti-inflammatory. But we don't, we don't want to just treat the symptoms. We want to treat the cause. We want to treat the inflammation. And if you have a, a problem, find a physician that can track down inflammation, track down fibrosis, scar tissue, which happens with the area of the part of the body. And is it coming from the 80 to 90,000 new chemicals that we're exposed to every day? Is it coming from this refined that we are getting used to with a lot of artificial ingredients and each flower, you know, flower that's made rock below, adulterated fats. Is it because our diet's 
four antioxidants associated with our diet. According to the CDC, from 2013 to 2015, an estimated 54.4 million U.S. adults annually have been told by a doctor that they have some form of arthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, gout, fibromyalgia, or other disease. CDC now estimates by 2040, 78 million, or 26% of They, they, they from 2013 to 2015. They estimate 78 million to 26% of U.S. adults aged 18 years or older. They project this group will have Happens to your joints that maybe damage or pulling and pieces of disability with your golf game, your walking, your tennis, playing an instrument. Very nose like a right nose, maybe rashes over your body with other. You want to be disabled? No, we want to be You know, you've heard my local host for many years. Our study compared using a of nutrients, larger known nutrients. Amino acids unfold. Amino acids are As so you have some idea when you eat get a lot of business. Brain cannot function with a low blood sugar. Makes your body resist insulin. This insulin resistance is another problem that leads to. That's why physicians.
Just can't exercise your way out of it. Don't want to be the average of my arrogance. So, what I wanted to say is decreasing information. Maybe it, sure, but most things that bother us. Not just a, an inconvenience. Not just like a mild fever, plague, whatever. And then you know, researchers have suspected this for a lot of years. There's a group of cardiologists in Boston. On a trial with 10,000 patients. They tested to see if an anti inflammatory They discovered that it could. But when they were at the end of the study, they also found it reduced cancer mortality and gout. The writers. The information plays a role on everybody's hands. Those are I told you since the start of this program, but I call a superior. That immune system firing. Do that. We found that with COVID, it's not the virus that causes it. Over time. 
cells are going to die. They will release these chemicals. So not only damage the cells, they damage the I would also recommend you listen to um, one of our favorite guests on Dr. Rama Fortunatis, Dr. Wong. He has uh, a system that's kind assigned essence, found at Wong Essentials, which is a good friend of the people. Assigned essence is a system. That is anti-inflammatory, anti-fibroid, anti-inflammatory. Incredible product. That's it. Systemic enzyme. And as you, if you listen to Dr. Wong, Find out when you stop making the system. Here's Matt and Brian Pesters, Aaron Essential Oils. Of course, uh, those of us are getting older, as we get older. Alcohol, bad food. Increasing inflammation also. Those are bodies age and make properly manage these threats to their immune system. As I said, it's very So if something triggers our immune system, the immune system responds. Generally, that's it. And if it keeps plumbing and plumbing and endless cycle, supplements. And gentlemen, I hope this. Try to make it simple. It's not complicated, but it's not complicated. Eat it for me. We'll go into more about stress. As you should have that. Talk about anti inflammatory. 
maybe the only one to talk about today are diet and And veggies. So you have to have a superior interior and you have to get your meat off the seat. I can tell you that already. Thank you for listening. And uh, so, uh, I'll tell you now that uh, I left Facebook because of all the Yes. I'm tired of having programs where I talk about ozone. I'm going to be able to tell you the truth about vaccines. That's why we're all Thing. I'd like you to share. Yes, we're also on Apple, I Stitcher, iHeartRadio, so yeah, over three hundred some shows. Favorite shows you do movie bomb. Russell from Canada, Russell Jaffe, Jaffe's program, the many things, the markers. I have markers are a set of 10 tests. They're important, but that'll be the subject of the By lifestyle changes. I want to uh, thank you again. Can't sanitize the way to help. Ladies and just question everything. Question me. A lot of blue out there. 
change how you see. This is how you change how you see. This I got. Okay, I've been saying goodbye here for a couple minutes. I'm finally going to do it. So, for my good friend, well, this well, I'll do my call in show on Saturday. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. But let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week.